Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Southern California, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Wendy Ruther. Good morning. Good morning. Dude, NFL season got me feeling good. Oh, you got to watch the NFL yesterday? I did not get to watch the NFL yesterday. Oh, minus uh, that. Minus I, that. Uh, we're, I, was, I just figured we would talk some NBA free agency, maybe some Major League Baseball. I don't know. Is hockey started? Is there soccer? Because DirecTV can suck my dick from the back. I want Dude, them. I want their nose in my asshole sucking my dick from the back. I want them truffle pigging my back end here because what the fuck? How does that happen? I, I, I just I don't like I don't the understand end of the end of fucking like I almost feel like it was like on purpose. Me too. To torture, I, I, the, torture people because this is the end of direct the end. TV. I was thinking that yesterday. too. It's the end of your company as we know it. I mean, it, it was such a problem at first. I thought it was me. I thought it was me, too. And I was getting so mad. And I and I was in. So I was in the basement. I had two TVs set up in the basement. I haven't really tried down there. Now the Wi-Fi, the main Wi-Fi hub in my house is the main floor. So I thought, oh man, it's just, it's not working well. Then I went to the main floor and I said, hey, it's still not working. And then of course I hopped on Twitter and saw. Yeah, it it took me, it took me a half hour of freaking out and panicking and trying to watch it on my phone. And when I couldn't watch it on my phone, then I was like, oh, oh, is this? And then I was like, huh. I'm going to hop on Twitter, put in Sunday ticket. People being like, I'm going to burn down their fucking offices. I was like, yeah, that's appropriate. I saw one guy who was like, if it's not up in the next five minutes, I'm starting a class auction lawsuit. And I was like, I'm in. Make me a fucking plaintiff. That's the thing, man. Here, here's the thing in America. like, And during the 10 a.m. games, football. too. During the yeah, 10 a.m. Yeah, games, too. Like, there's like seven I'm trying to watch the NFC's best team, the New York Giants, uh, beat the Panthers and you guys are just taking that away from me. Don't, don't mess with our football. I felt the same way. I was like, is this on purpose? They're, they're done. We all know the contract is up. It's probably going to go Apple or some other streamer streaming device. It's just, well, it has to now. Well, you, you just can't have, there's only 18 Sundays of football a year. Like that's it. And here's the irony. My billing today had an old checking check card that I no longer use. I got an email. You're going to love this. I got an email from DirecTV saying, we were unable to process your transaction due to your car. And I'm like, really? And you replied with, you guys are unable to process fucking everything these days, motherfuckers. D- don't even call me until you can process a month of NFL games without a fucking hiccup. You, like, like, well, I assume they're going to have to at least give some sort of prorated rebate to every person who subscribes to, to Sunday now, Ticket. to be fair, 
you know, I don't I use Mikey's account, so like I don't pay for it. But on behalf of my brother who pays for both of us, how dare you, DirecTV? And, and, you know, everyone's saying, oh, we use the free sites. Guys, here's the deal. I understand what you're saying, but like the thing for someone like me is at the end of the day, it's 300 bucks. I know what I'm getting. I don't have also, to. So at the end of the day, I'm not watching straight on my laptop. I'm watching on my TV. Yeah, exactly. Set. Exactly. Well, AirPlay, no. Use your phone and go, no. If you VPN, shut up. I steal my brother's Sunday ticket account like a real American should, and I deserve my football. And that's the thing. I Again, I pay the $300 convenience. I know what I'm getting. I know I can get all the games. I can watch any game. But sadly, we... Everyone in America actually missed a lot of amazing games until they figured it out in, in the first. I mean, look at these games, the first set of games. Absolutely. All weekend, you know, no lead is safe. The NFL, I think of the NBA now because the NBA, I would argue, no lead is ever safe because guys are just too good. They can make a comeback when they're down 20, 25 points. That's the modern NFL now with offenses and how the game is set up to protect quarterbacks and all the penalties favor the offense. No lead is safe, man. And we saw that yesterday. All these insane comebacks. I have now, yesterday, after week one and seeing a little bit of this, I am now using this to my financial uh, benefit. So I picked one game yesterday, and then I picked another one that didn't pan out. And we can talk about both of them, obviously. But... The, you know, we had a huge comeback in the Jets game. We had a huge comeback in the Raiders game. We had a huge comeback in the Dolphins game. Um, I have been live betting. I got, I, I bet on the Dolphins to win that game after they scored the first touchdown in the fourth quarter to cut it 14. I still got it at plus 950. I got nine and a half to one odds on them winning the game right then. Boom. Huge. I also bet in the fourth quarter when they were down. On the now, I'm calling them, and Justin Wood, a.k.a. Randy Ruther, is not here to scream otherwise. The frauds that are the Cincinnati Bengals. I bet on them to come back in that game because I was like, there's no way they're losing a Cooper rush. I don't care. They did. Frauds. So I lost one, but I won one at plus 950. So here we are. I think that this is a good model for you guys out there is – when when all the games go, you know, into the fourth quarter <coughs> and you have teams down 14 or 20 points. If there's a couple of them, pick one or two. If you hit one, you make dough. Yeah. Would have made even more dough. The frauds had come back. But coming, coming in hard at the Bengals, huh? Well, Randy Ruther, Andy Ruth. Honestly, is it the Randy Ruther curse? Is there a Randy Ruther curse and an Andy Ruther curse? Have we had have we had Randy on this show? And then the Bengals have performed after. I mean, we had him on for the Super Bowl preview. Obviously, they lose. We have him on getting ready for week one. They lose. We talked to him. They lose. Randy Ruther curse greater than Andy Ruther curse. <laughs> Broads. And guess what? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come with a hot take too. Another hot take about the Bengals. And I know we're not supposed to talk about Russ. I saw that on the rundown. 
Um, no, no but, we can talk about Russ. I'm going to play a call about Russ later. Okay. Um, the Bengals offensive line is not good. Yeah. But Joe Burrow's got to wake up and get rid of the fucking ball, dude. Get rid of the ball. So you, like you're getting killed out there, bro. Like make, make an adjustment. Well, my, my Joe Burrow take is, and I've said this for a while. And also after listening to that, the podcast on his career, he really is Andrew. I, I wouldn't call him Russell. I call him, I call him. Andrew well, Luck. I, 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 that that's the, my Russell comparison. Yes, I agree. But because, because uh, no, because, no, and, because luck had that same problem. Luck. It was a combination of bad offensive line. And also, uh, you you I don't you probably didn't hear it during the broadcast. They literally said that, and they said this is shades of Andrew Luck always wanting to extend plays. I never hear anything during the broadcast because Directv put it in my asshole yesterday. Oh yeah, that's so, right. So so that was said. The same thing of hey man, it's it's eerily similar. You have a bad O line. Maybe it wasn't even during that. Someone said that and said you have a bad O line, but you also have a quarterback who like Andrew Luck is tr- always trying to continue plays at some point, dude, just chuck the ball. But at some point also come out and be like, we're just doing quick hits for this whole drive and see what happens. We're not going to do five step drops. We're not going to do fucking seven step drops. We're not going to try to f- drive the ball downfield. Like you just went to the Super Bowl last year. The Cowboys defense is good. No doubt about that. But like you have to make an adjustment. And that's on the coach, but that's also on the quarterback. We have said that, you know, we have talked about Joe Burrow and how good Joe Burrow is and and talked about him, you know, dancing around those elite players. Yeah. But those elite guys, the truly elite guys, they don't need their coach to come in and tell them how to fucking audible at the line. Yeah. But look, man, I, 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 I think at this point we mocked, we've mocked Jared Goff endlessly for essentially they have the play call in when the coach can still make the audible in his ear and otherwise not like Joe Burrow. You want to be, you want to be a top five quarterback in the league. You have to make an adjustment at the line of scrimmage. Look, they obviously have to turn it around ASAP. It is still two games. Like the parody in the NFL, especially in that. I know, but I'm just, they lost, they lost to Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper rush at this point. But their defense has played fine. Their, their, their defense. So Cooper Rush scores two touchdowns and two opening drives, right? After that, I believe it was three points, seven punts until the final drive. My point is, what, what more do you want from the defense? Like if the defense, the defense overall, I would say is playing well. It's their offense. Right. A hundred percent. And the play calling is terrible. And I know. I go back to that all the time, but I, I, dude, he was out coached by Mike McCarthy. He would do call it what you want. Why do you not? Why do you not attempt? Uh, Cause they have, they have a new long snapper and it worked out fine yesterday. Why do you not attempt a 59 yard field goal in the first half with that kicker? Why do you not attempt that? 59 is a long fucking field goal. I mean, that's why you don't attempt he, it, but he drilled a 59 or 59 yarder last week outside. I'm just saying like, like drilled it. Like, like I would argue the Bengals have a top five kicker in the league. I don't think anybody would disagree. They have a, maybe a top three kicker in the league. That guy is money. They call him money Mac. To me, that's a bad coaching decision. They, they get, when they get under center, they know they're going to run the ball. I look, I agree with you. I think Burrow's got to make changes on how he plays. The offensive line isn't fixing anything, but 
you didn't now see what's it. going on in the gold star chili offices right now is everybody just running around like the fire alarms going off what is happening with the, i mean we just talked about the randy ruther curse but the anti ruther curse you abandon the Bengals. the Bengals go to the super bowl the in the following off season you you jump on a can of chili and ride it back onto the Bengals bandwagon and they've lost to Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush. Who are they losing to next week? Nathan Peterman? Uh, they're at the Jets. Joe Flacco. Joe, Joe Flacco? They ha- The Bengals, in my opinion, have to win the next two at the Jets and then home on Thursday night against the Dolphins. John Kidna is somewhere like filling a fucking, you know, mesh bag full of kickballs for his PE class, trying to figure out which team he's going to show up to and beat the Bengals. Hey, man, that's a former eight and eight quarterback for the Bengals himself. Yeah. Legend in the city. Yeah. He's like, I like Gold Star. I, I used to eat that. I mean, what's going on? Are we, are we just getting emergency calls? Like, is your, is your phone going off? Like, it's the bat phone during games? Like, Maybe we should stop tweeting. Your they root their curse is alive. Well, look, I'm not. Are fine. they aware of the curse? Maybe a couple people are. I got, I got to, I got to walk a fine line before I say some things. Look, I, I don't think the team that I work with over there. I mean, there, if I were you, if I were you, I would just spin it on Randy Ruther. Be like, have you guys heard about the Randy Ruther curse? <laughs> Put Ruther curse into Twitter. There's this guy Randy Ruther. He's cursed. Here's the thing. We can't they, send him a we can't send him a travel pack of chili. It's not gonna make things better. Look, we we I I've I've written some some gangbuster tweets for them. So they are they are happy with that. They're stoked. Including the one right now that says the Bengals uh you know, they're the fourth team that's gonna win the Super Bowl starting 0-2. I I've had some fun with the Twitter, but they also, as you know, are gonna do some things with dirty sports, things you and I already know about, which I, I'm not ready to announce yet, but Gold Star has a has a big giveaway that they're going to do uh, for the dirt balls this year. I just hope, I just hope the Bengals can at least step it up to make this game worth uh, worth the the price of admission, so to speak. But look, I think it's two weeks in. There's definitely somewhat of a panic, but here's the thing, and you're going to love hearing this. There's only four teams in the entire league that are two and zero, two from each conference, and there's only four teams, two from each conference that are zero and two. So, it's still now there's, early. Now there's two two opportunities, two or three opportunities for teams to go uh, two and zero tonight. Right? We have the Bills, the Eagles, and the Vikings, all with potential to also be two and zero, but only two of those teams could be two and zero. So at most we'll have six two and O teams at Correct. most, potentially five. Correct. Now, your Giants, and I did get to see at least the end of the game. No thanks to Sunday Ticket. Came now through. If, now, if you know Nathan's Hot Dogs or somebody wants to do a promotion with a guy who they call Prenostradamus and doesn't isn't doesn't have curse associated with his name at all. Where's uh? Where's original Ray's pizza? Where's, uh, I don't know, some fucking, you know, where's Katz's Deli? Let's go. Let's ride. 2-0. You're winning the games with defense. Yeah. Defense and Saquon Barkley. And some timely drives. Yeah. Who do you guys have next week? The Dallas Cowboys. Monday Night Football. Monday Night. Yeah. 
That's right. And that's at home. That's in the that's in uh, Met, right? It is. So that's a winnable, thinking, win- thinking about going to that game. Thinking about going. Like flying across the country just for that game. Well, I fly across. I'm flying across country tonight on the red eye anyway for two weeks in New York. Oh, that's right. My no, question would be, why, thinking would about going not, why would you not go? Why would I not go? You have a show? Um, no, I don't have a show. The, honestly, and this is uh, preposterous to say, but the only reason to not go at this point is seems like no one wants to go. Tony Calabrese is like, I watch football at home. I'm like, Sunday, I understand that. You don't want to go to the game. You want to watch all the games. Monday, it's the only game on. Let's go to the game. Nah, I want to watch it at home. Mikey, I've messaged Mikey 10 times. Are we going to Monday Night Football? No response. Mikey, what's happening? Who's got your phone? You know, uh, text back a, a fucking a vampire emoji or something to let me know that you're safe. Like, what's going on here? You would think people would want to go, especially being 2-0. and oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm about to hit Danny and be like, listen, I don't have a friend to go. Just bring me in the box. You know, but... No one seems to want to go. Now we're going to get a thousand DMs from Dirtballs. Like, I'll go with you. Not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a crazy day. I mean, that I watched the end of that Brown. I watched both those games. That Browns Jets. I mean, you you gotta. I mean, Nick Chubb's got to go down. He's got to go down. Why do the Jets even have like run the game out? The fact that more teams don't do that, like, yeah, what are we doing here? But a thirteen point lead under two minutes to go, and you lose. I mean, how does your defense just? How does your defense have a collapse like that? And then the Browns have then, a good defense, and then they're moving the ball at the end of the game, and then Briscoli, Briscoli, Briscoli. I know you don't believe in karma, but I think all these idiot Browns fans, it's coming back to haunt. Did you see the latest thing yesterday? Oh, I saw multiple things. The 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 like the massage table in the parking lot. I saw, you know, I saw fans with finger butt on the back of their jerseys. I mean, I saw it's ridiculous. Like, like what is wrong with Browns fans? There was there was the couple. I'm gonna pull this up. I saw it. There was the couple walking into the game. They have Deshaun Watson's number, and the guy's back of his jersey says "rubbing," and the girl says "tugging." Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you people? Yep. But did you see the one? Did you see the thing from the parking lot? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Happy endings are not illegal. And it's a guy laying on his back with a full erection covered up with a towel. Yeah. Not a good look, Ohio. You're not helping. You're not helping our cause, Ohio. Listen, I've I'm an outspoken. Oh, I'm an outspoken. We should carve out Ohio and throw it off the side of the flat earth. But like which I disagree with for the record. Yeah. Well, move to fucking Kentucky. Move to an actual fucking like a legitimate state. Just move across the fucking river to Kentucky. I may I'm, imagine that. Imagine being in Ohio and being like, I got to go to Kentucky to upgrade. Not a good look, Ohio. Not a good look, Cleveland. I, I just don't understand 
like I don't know. It, it's it's just a it's a it's bizarre. funny. Sexual assault. It's hilarious. What don't you get? It's hilarious. Pieces of trash. Nice fucking, I, nice fucking, also nice elf on the field. It's a gigantic elf in the middle of the field. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. It's Brownie the fucking troll or something like that. Brownie the elf. I just, the thought of ordering a matching couple's jersey, rubbing and tugging. Like, Bits, babe, babe, we're going to get rubbing and tugging. Now, you know I hate immigrants, and you know no, so, I, I, I donate I hate, a lot of money toward building the wall. You know, but, it's, a bla- it's a black dude wearing it and a white girl wearing it. Yeah, Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I assume, though, he's a black Republican. <laughs> why, do, why do you have to assume his political identity? Well, because they say, you know, the, the, the more highly educated you are, the more likely you are, or the less likely you are to be a Republican. But also, we're in fucking Cleveland, Ohio, and the guy thinks of rubbing and t- like, what do we know anything about fucking woke people these days or woke people thinking like sexual assaults? Hilarious. Uh, you know, he's a grabber by the pussy guy, I'm assuming. But See, I also I think, assume- I think you're assuming a lot. He's got a I'm, I'm zooming in on it. He's got a giant gold chain. And one of those like. Hats that you would see at the Kentucky Derby. It's an interesting outfit. He's a big dude, and she's a big woman too. Like they're like tall. They got some. They got some meat in the bones. Meat in the bones. We got meat in the bones. Regardless, I like. You know, you know, he bought that on one of fucking Randy Ruther's Chinese budget websites. Oh, hundred percent. You know, I hate China, but I donated a lot to the wall, so we're gonna have to go via. One of the Chinese backdoor jersey sites. I did laugh at that ending, though. And I also laughed at the Ravens ending. Now, is this Tua's coming out party? It's one game, six well, touchdowns. Here's the thing I'll say about Tua. Tua didn't look good to start the game. Tua did look good to finish the game. Tua has two fantastic fucking receivers that are getting separation in like nobody's business. Um, and Tua had a great, great, great game. The no one has ever watched Tua and not thought he has athletic ability, he has potential. It's it can he be the guy? And to me, uh I'm I I've been I've been on the no train. Um and this certainly makes you reconsider it. But I mean, we talk about one game. How about one half? Like you play the bills next week. You beat the bills. Okay. I'm on, I'm on board. You throw two picks next week. You don't have, you don't have TDs late in the game to fucking make up for it. We'll see the, the key in the NFL. You have to be consistent. No matter what you are, you have to be consistent. I mean, you look at my Giants right now. Daniel Jones is not good. We still have a quarterback problem for sure. But now he's consistently being this guy and they can strategize around that. Yeah. 
They can run Saquon Barkley. It's now defense and Barkley. And don't turn the ball over. Defense, Barkley, don't turn the ball over. This is a game plan. Tua, from week to week, I mean, this is certainly his best game by a landslide. Now, can you do it two weeks in a row? Can you do it three weeks in a row? Can you do it five out of the next seven weeks? Can you do it for the rest of the season? Can you look really good? I like their you coach have the weapons. You have the coach. You have the scheme. Now, also, the same thing with you know, new offensive coaches. They're, they're going to be doing something. But now it's on tape. Buffalo's going to watch that tape before next week. Belichick's going to watch that tape before they play again. You start to your your offense starts to get out there. Yeah. But let's see. They have weapons. There's no doubt about that. I just need to see the consistency from Tua. I don't even need him throwing for six touchdowns and 400 yards every game. I need him throwing three touchdowns, two tu- two touchdowns, no picks, 295 yards. Give me a quarterback that's going to go 295, two and zero every game. I'll take him right now forever. Yeah. Well, he's clearly down up the right plays. McDaniel seems to be firing all cylinders again. Like you said, it's 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 early. Remember how good uh, Cliff Kingsbury looked. Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury was a fucking comeback away from being fired yesterday. That's what's amazing about the NFL. You think? I think so. We're, I mean, we're two, we're we're, we're two weeks in. I mean, they looked bad. <coughs> they looked real bad. Salah, the Jets coach. Was a comeback away from the fucking should he be fired talk starting? Kingsbury was a comeback away from the should he be fired talking. Like Frank Reich might be a tie away from should he be fired talking. Like the the, the league's crazy. Yeah. You know, and now, and now what's amazing is the Raiders start with a tough game on the road at a, against a Chargers team that's been really good. Um, even in a loss to the Chiefs. And then they come back and they blow a big game against Arizona at home. Josh McDaniel went from being like, okay, you know, we played a good game and lost to what the fuck is happening. Yeah. That's the NFL. It's wild. No, it is wild. Shit will change on a dime. That was an insane game, man. That game was fun to watch at the end. That was, I mean, that was, it was absolutely wild. Like just, you couldn't get Murray down and then he escapes and then the the touchdown run and the two point conversion. And then, you know, with Renfro fumbling on back-to-back plays and he loses one for a walk-off. That was just. Well, you know, we just talked about Tua. And Tua's game yesterday was that's a better game than Kyler Murray's ever played. But prior to yesterday, I would say Kyler Murray has had more outstanding moments and more outstanding games than Tua has had in his whole career. But it's very similar because Kyler Murray looks great. And then Kyler Murray looks awful. And there's no consistency there. Now, when he gets hot and when he starts moving around and when he starts feeling himself a little bit, and we've seen it throughout his short career so far, he makes some insane plays. Yeah. But you also got to be consistent. 
Sure. Well, they're dude. They're gonna they're gonna have some tough sled because they just there's too many good defenses in that division. I just think I, I think it's going to be tough. I, I I couldn't believe how poorly they start. I actually took the Cardinals both with you and then in a pick six league that I'm in to cover, and I was like fuck. And then of course I was going nuts when they came back. Your boy. Matt Ryan in the in the Colts and I and I stood for Matt Ryan too. I mean, what is going on there? Well, Matt Ryan. I, to be fair, again, Directv fucked me in the butt yesterday. I didn't watch a single second of that game. Um, I have been low key since you know pre week one, kind of like kind of liking what the Jags are doing. But I saw the stat line. Matt Ryan played really poorly. No doubt about that. Um, our boy is our boy is back again. He, he's gonna he's gonna let us hear it, and, and that's fine. But here's here there's there's a number of things here with Matt Ryan, and again, no one's standing. Matt Ryan is an elite quarterback in the NFL. That was never the argument at this point. No one's standing. Matt Ryan is better than Lamar Jackson. We didn't even say that. We just said statistically, factually, stick to the facts here. Factually, Matt Ryan was better than Lamar Jackson last year on a worse team. That's just again, I saw that uh, you know, I was in I was in the uh real fisherman, what you call aka the mean girls group chat yesterday, and they said, Pray knows Matt Ryan take not looking so good. I said, I didn't have a take. I didn't make a take. No, there's no take. Statistically, Matt Ryan was better than Lamar Jackson last year on a worse team, and he played all the games. That's not a that's not a take. That's facts. The t- uh, it's not well, the, well, the well, speed limit on, on the speed limit is, on a freeway is eighty five. Isn't a take. It's this a is fact. what you said. You said that it was the debate over. We were to discussing treat, to treat Lamar Jackson as he as if he is significantly better than Matt Ryan is factually incorrect. That's the bottom line. Now you and and here's here's the other thing I'll add to that. I think you can, and and, and we're going to play the call anyway, because the call has been made, but be careful guys, be careful because I have a feeling regardless of what Matt Ryan's going through on two weeks on a brand new team. Oh, one and one versus Lamar Jackson on the team. He's played on his whole career. One and one blowing games late. I have a feeling games to be fair. Lamar had a great game. It was his defense. Okay. But we're going to watch this all play out to the end of the year. Do we think Lamar Jackson's going to throw for 1500 more yards than Matt Ryan? Do we think Matt Ryan's going to throw 12 more picks than Lamar Jackson? We'll see, but we'll see guys. Matt Ryan's not off to a great start with a new team. Played a horrible game yesterday, but also, the in, what what do the Indianapolis Colts need to do to win games? What would you say they need to do? Play defense, run the ball. Don't Jonathan turn it Taylor over. ran the, ran the ball nine times yesterday. Yeah, nine times. I, I'm I'm not defending Matt Ryan's play. I'm not criticizing Lamar Jackson's play. But I'd be careful to not. Do exactly what you've already done, which is gloat. 
Well, let me play. Let me play the call. Yeah, Here's go the ahead. Go ahead. I'm all about go you guys ahead. calling 310-359-8365. Call, talk trash, do what you want. That's what's happening here. Joe, Andy, Dirtball Nation, calling yet again about the Matt Ryan, Lamar Jackson. I mean, are we fucking serious right now? Are we fucking serious right now? The game's not even over. We're down 24-0 to to the fucking Jaguars. And I'm watching Lamar Jackson have a perfect passer rating against the fucking Dolphins. I mean, are we even fucking serious right now, guys? Like, what even is this, guys? We tied the Texans last week. At least Lamar Jackson won a football game. Matt Ryan hasn't thrown a touchdown today. I could go out there and do what he does. Jesus fuck. So it's a bit of frustration from a Colts fan. And also I get you being frustrated as a Colts fan, but here's the thing. You didn't show up and say this Colts team is on the verge of winning. We've got guys like Aaron Rodgers out there and we've got guys like this. And we got you picked Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson hasn't won a fucking playoff game. He's won one playoff game in his fucking career. Matt Ryan's been to as many Super Bowls as Lamar Jackson's playoff games. It's not about how bad Matt Ryan is to this guy, to this caller. It's about you picking a shitty example of who you want instead. So Lamar had a great game yesterday. There's no cool. denying that. But and Mr. Lamar Jackson, Mr. Hold cool on. Threat, run the run the clock out then, buddy. But I, I was gonna say, and, and people were gonna say, oh, you're trying to take something away. But it also proves the point that you and I both stick by as far as being a running quarterback. He still rushed for 119 yards, guys. Like, that's good stat-wise. That's good fantasy-wise. And obviously, it helped the team. That would terrify me as a fan that he has to run the ball. That, that's not changing. Just like we said, Josh Allen should not have to run the ball for the Bills. That would terrify me as a Bills fan. It just doesn't work out. Look at Trey Lance. Trey Lance is already gone for the season. He's already gone because he had to run the ball. Done. Dude, Trey Lance's career, I I, I would say, and I don't think this is, I do not think this is me being dramatic. I would say his career is now at a huge crossroad already. The bottom line line is we have quarterback groupings. We've talked about this a, a million times. Matt Ryan is not an elite quarterback in the NFL. Guess what? Neither is Lamar Jackson. You would not say he's elite. No. How many years has he been on the Ravens at this point? Four full seasons? Well, he won the MVP in 2019. He started 2018, like the last five or six games. So three and a half seasons. Correct. He has one playoff win. How are you an elite quarterback in the NFL? Explain it to me. Like I'm five. Well, statistically, you could you could back that argument. You could. You could statistically back it with his passing yards, his rushing yards, his total touchdowns. You could. In, in, in so MVP. then there then and then therefore okay. you could back it. You could I mean okay. you could. You could make that okay. argument. Okay. Okay. So now if we're making that argument by definition, 
Matt Ryan was also elite last year? No. And therein lies the problem. I'm just taking his full body of work for his first few years. You could make that argument. I don't think that argument holds up for me personally. Look, you can spin these stats any way you want, which Correct. leads us to our boy, Jameis 101. You could spin anything you want. Correct. Which leads us, which would lead us back to Russell Wilson, which will lead us back to all this. We talk quarterbacks a lot because it's the most important fucking thing in this league. If you're a Colts fan, you can be like, what the fuck are we doing? We sign Matt Ryan and he has three interceptions. But also, if you're a Colts fan and you're watching the game and you're saying, the problem with this team is we have Matt Ryan and not Lamar Jackson. Are you also upset that you don't have Lamar Jackson because he would rush the ball more than nine times? How many times you rushed Jonathan Taylor yesterday against a fucking Jaguars team that I think is going to be actually okay but still what the fuck are we talking about so let me ask you this you have a you, you i'll tell you who's an mvp candidate last year not lamar jackson missing five games jonathan taylor you're running him nine times take on barkley got nine touches in the fucking quarter yesterday if the colts let's just play it let's just play it out though real quick the colts had lamar jackson the first two games do they win both those games I have no idea. I would argue they do. Based, I mean, on, I, how, I, I, uh, based on how they played out. Now, maybe not, maybe not Jacksonville. I'll be honest. I actually, I can't speak for the Jacksonville game. Didn't watch it. Again, it wasn't yeah. on Sunday ticket. You, 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 could, you could say Lamar Jackson played what has played well enough two weeks that a tie versus the Texans is a win. Can we talk about Jameis Winston? Can we move to that? Sure. You know, I can't wait. Since DirecTV was screwing everyone's Sundays up with a Sunday ticket, you know, I had to watch the the local game, which was on, which was which was a good one. It was a fun one to watch. It was the Saints Bucks. Hard fought defensive battle, lots of hits. Just a fun football game, to be honest. There's so much bad blood between those teams. And after the Bucks took a lead, 10 to 3. Jameis stunk up the joint, stuck, stunk up the whole Mercedes-Benz Superdome. He threw three straight series picks, three in a row, just, just not good throws, not just because he's a bad quarterback. Yeah. And, and the last one was a pick six. He lost them the game personally. A hundred percent. You could, you could look at what Matt Ryan did in Indianapolis and say he threw three picks and we lost this game and it's on him. But you also lost the game 22 nothing or 24 nothing or whatever the hell it is. You put up absolutely no offensive fight whatsoever. The Bucks and the Saints are having a game until Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston's. For sure. So you couldn't resist. You just couldn't resist. And you win it. Jameis well, one so, of one. So here, here's the thing with Jameis one of one, the famous. No, no, no. Let, uh, me, let me hop in here real quick. And, I, and I'm going to say this with 
full authority. Jameis one-on-one, we made you. We made you. And to be honest, it's more you. Joe Prano, the guy who you want to talk shit about, and I'm very sincere about this, made you, motherfucker. Made you. You were 100%. No- I, you- found, I found this. I found this thing. I found this internet, this faceless internet troll. Had like 300 followers. Yeah. And then I was the one that was like, yo, did you, does the world know that someone out there is dealing with such mental illness that they've written a book about Jameis Winston being a Hall of Famer? And then we promoted it for weeks and weeks and weeks prior to the uh, Jason Light video. Weeks and, and then, weeks and weeks we were weeks, talking about this guy. Weeks we were talking about this. Because it because it was it was so nutty. It, it was it's 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 pure insanity. That that's all this is. I, and I don't say that lightly. Well, it's, I, I mean this this is the pure thing insanity. is the thing is it's not there is mental illness there for sure. A hundred percent mental illness. But there's also, and this is the the bottom line, there's also somebody who is related in some way, maybe not physically related, but somebody who is related to Jameis Winston in his camp that is, that is making a life out of promoting Jameis Winston because it benefits them. And I just want to take it one step farther as far as explaining the history because this does this does go back to three years ago. I remember when this all started. I was actually in Las Vegas on a quick spur of the moment day trip with Tug. You were texting me. I actually remember where I was. I remember literally being in the Rio Hotel on the toilet when you the were texting all suites. me. Yeah, the all suite Rio Hotel. And I was probably taking a dump. And you're like, look at this lunatic. Not only that, not only, did, not only was he made because of dirty sports and because of you. After that video was released saying this could be Jason Light, guess what happened? Everybody at Barstool was talking about it. Pat McAfee was talking about it. Clay Travis. Dude, you fucking blew up because of us. That is a fucking fact. No one knew who you were. You had 300 followers. Now You're you welcome. To, you're welcome. You should, you should actually be giving Joe Prano a gift. Send him a gift in the mail. instead Just of not your horrific book. But here's the thing. It, it it I'm a I'm a pessimist in life. I don't believe in in humanity. I really don't. But the thing with Jameis one of one, even though I know, even though I know there's something going on here, when Jameis has these games where he single handedly lose his football games. Those are the times I check in because I say, despite my lack of faith in humanity, there's just absolutely no way for anyone. Jameis's brother, Jameis's dad, Jameis himself, Jameis's high school offensive coordinator, Jason Light, Jameis's agent. There's no person alive who can watch what just happened and defend Jameis Winston. So I'm going to go see, I'm going to unblock Jameis one of one and see the guy finally eating crow, which I've waited years for. 
But he won't. Only to arrive. He won't. Only to arrive and find out. Jameis Winston is the new Brett Favre. He's playing with four. He's playing with a broken back is what Jameis one of one called it. First of all, if you have a broken back and therefore are in such pain that you will single-handedly throw the ball to the other team and lose the game seemingly on purpose, don't fucking play. <laughs> this and Jameis one of one Jesus freak weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Can I hop in here real quick? On it's that? always Jameis, and you're this. You're doing wrong, and Jesus on your side. Yeah, yeah. And brother that, and yeah. sister, all that. But here's the thing: the seven deadly sins. All of this, Jameis. So you're pl- you, so now you're selfish, and you're greedy, and you're gluttonous. That you're so fucking hurt, you can't perform. But you refuse to sit down because it's your personal glory over the team. That's not very Jesus-like of you. Jameis Winston is trash. He's been trash the whole time he's been in the NFL. Yesterday, post-game, Devin White I got the clip. said, Jameis Winston is trash. This is what Devin White said after the game. His former teammate. Why were you guys so on fire with that five turnovers today for this defense? I mean, when Jameis left our team, everybody know what he did that last year. And we feel like we had a great defense then. And, you know, he threw 30 picks. You know, and we just knew he will give us the ball. We knew the running backs, uh, you know, cough it up. You know, and that's something we came in talking about. You know, we want 30 turnovers as a ball club ourselves. So this just was another game to go attack the ball. You heard it here first. Here's the thing. From his former teammate. Here's the thing about quarterbacks and Brady and teams and Jameis and whatever. We talked about this with LeBron. When LeBron leaves a team, this is what happens. When Brady leaves a team, this is what happens. When Belichick, when Peyton Manning leaves a team. We can talk all about how if this guy was on this team and if this guy was on this team and if Jameis had an offensive line and if he had receivers who could get separation and we can always play the if. And if my aunt had a cock, she'd be my uncle, right? If the Bucks three years ago don't have a trash-ass turnover machine, they're a Super Bowl team. As proven by th- firing the 30 t- turnover fucking machine into the sun and bringing in Tom Brady and immediately winning the Super Bowl. What are we talking about? Immediately. 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 So, and, 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 and. Unlike Peyton Manning, he didn't go to his new team and make them great. Drew Brees is making the playoffs every fucking year in New Orleans. Drew Brees retires. They bring in Jameis. They fucking stink. No playoffs last year. But he got hurt last year. See, that's what Jameis one-on-one would counter with. He got hurt. Cool. Jameis one-on-one. That sucks, too. 
he's he's so you know delusional. doesn't get hurt. Peyton Manning, yeah. Eli Manning, Tom Brady, Jameis one of one. Jameis one of one literally tweeted. I, I mean, this is where it's 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 so next level crazy. He tweeted yesterday that Jameis Winston had a better year than Tom Brady. Yeah, what, because what guy, he's a delusional nutbag. What guy didn't play half the year? Right. Now, here's the part uh, for for the internet, the video tech, the tech savvy dirtballs. Here's the part to click record on your video. Clip this and get it ready because this is what it all comes down to. I will fucking undress Jameis one of one in a debate. I will pull his pants down, spank him like he was in my fraternity, and then nail him to a fucking cross like he's Jesus Christ in a debate. I will murder Jameis one of one in a debate about quarterbacks. And his complaint right now is that I won't have that debate. That is not true. I will say it for the 30 millionth time in my years of talking to Jameis one of one online. Jameis one of one, you are invited on this show to get absolutely manhandled by me in a quarterback debate and in a debate of, uh, about your Lord and Savior, Jameis, Jamarcus, Jameis Bustish Russell. Anytime you want. Anytime you want. But we are not some shithead podcast. We are not some local radio show that just needs clout. I, he brought up Walter Cronkite in a tweet yesterday. I worked at the CBS Evening News, which was formerly hosted by Walter Cronkite. I have a degree in journalism. We will not have on this show somebody whose identity we cannot verify. We have had Barry McCockner on. We know who Barry is. Did we tell the world who Barry is? No, we did not. Do we know who Barry is? Yes, we do. We're not going to have you on to spew Jameis Winston propaganda without you revealing your ties to Jameis Winston. We don't have to tell the world about it, but you have to tell us about it. We do not have on faceless internet trolls for interviews on our podcast. We do two podcasts a week. We are presented by Miller Lite. We are a legit sports radio show, essentially. We don't have on faceless internet trolls. You then came back to me and said, I would never ask you for your social security number and your bank account information. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know, but here's what I'll do. Clip this again. I will present to you my social security card in the camera and my checking number in the camera. And then you will present me with your identity. And then we will both put those away and I will absolutely butt rape you in a debate. But you're not going to do it because here's the thing about Jameis one of one. He can't. It's not that he doesn't want to, Andy. He cannot reveal himself because if he did reveal himself, we would all learn about his ties to Jameis Winston. And then we'd be like, you're a 
propaganda account. Yesterday, my he's, manager, he's Joseph Cables. He's Joseph Cables. Yeah. Yesterday, my manager, Randy Siegel, dove in to the Twitter sphere. I saw that. And had an exchange. Had an exchange with Jameis one of one. And Jameis one of one, thinking he was Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> duffed his ear flapped cap and held up his magnifying glass. And said, aha, didn't you know that I could look at your account and see that you are the manager of Joe Perino? Everything that you're saying here in his defense is invalid because you are Joe Perino's manager. This is essentially the Jameis one of one conundrum. He cannot reveal himself. Otherwise, he would be showing exactly what my manager did, which is. He has ties to Jameis Winston, and that is why he must defend him even when Jameis Winston walks out on a football field, pulls down his pants, takes wet diarrheas that the rest of the New Orleans Saints slip and fall in, and loses games on purpose. Jameis Winston sucks at playing quarterback in the NFL. Stinks. Terrible. Won't be on a team in three years. Fucking awful. And if you defend him as a Hall of Famer, you're mentally ill. I mean, you know, we are now to the point when you uncovered this, that was, again, the 2019 season. So so we're three more seasons progressed since then. That's what was really sticking with me last night. He's in his eighth year. He's never made a Pro Bowl. This is his eighth season in the National Football League. Andy Dalton has made multiple Pro Bowls. My point is, it's not that difficult to make a Pro Bowl because guys it, drop out. It is out. if you fucking stink. That's my point. There's alternates. Guys, he's in his eighth year. This lunatic wrote a book that he would make the Hall of Fame. The guy is in his eighth year has never Jameis even one made of a Pro one. Bowl. Jameis one of one is a kid that gives his dad a shirt that says number one dad. Yeah. Your dad's not the number one dad, bro, but I get it. You're biased. This is like, who do you think it is though? For, for all, like all, in I all don't seriousness. give a shit. Do you, do you think it's some fucking high school coach? Some guy who trains him in the offseason, his passing coordinator, his fucking cousin's brother, some guy who bought a bunch of Jameis one-of-one cards. There's a financial link to Jameis Winston. Is it his fucking football card collection? Is it the fact that he runs a passing camp in whatever buttfuck town he lives in and Jameis came and spoke at it once? And so now he needs Jameis to be good. So no, the, 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 I, I definitely agree. Follow the money because no one would put this much time and energy into someone unless they reap it's some a, sort of it's financial a Jameis benefit. Winston leech. Is it turtle? Is it Johnny drama? Is it Ari? I don't know, but it's some leech on Jameis Winston who needs Jameis Winston to be successful because the bottom line is no person that is reasonable 
no person that doesn't have a reason to defend Jameis Winston is at this point. Devin White had a reason to defend Jameis. He was his teammate. Now he's going, Jameis Winston fucking stinks, and that's how we knew we'd win. Yeah, their defense hasn't changed. You're a fucking Jesus freak leech. And and to me, I hate that. I hate that cop out. I hate the, dude, we're going to have a debate. We're going to play this game. And that's such a lame bullshit cop out when you start bringing the religious Jesus bullshit into it. I've bitched about that before. You see it all the time with these athletes, like a Roethlisberger. They suddenly find Jesus after being charged with multiple sexual assaults. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Ray Lewis, big old Jesus freak. Now imagine being, imagine being a Jameis Winston Stan and and Jesus freak. Jameis Winston sexually assaulted multiple people. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Connected to multiple sexual assault allegations. Multiple. And set that aside, stinks at playing quarterback. Lost the game alone yesterday. Saints, not going to be a playoff team. Jameis, not good at quarterback. Never has been, never will be. Guess who's good in high school? Every person in the NFL. Guess who's the greatest quarterback that ever came out of their high school? Every Nathan Peterman definitely has his fucking jersey hung in his fucking high school locker room. He's definitely retired. Guess who's the best quarterback that ever went to their college? Most guys in the NFL. Guess who's won the Heisman Trophy? A lot of fucking busts. Jameis, the latest. Stinks. Not good enough to be in the NFL. Bad quarterback. Bad quarterback. Do not want. The worst thing that happened to New Orleans ever, including the Hurricanes. Jameis Winston fucking stinks. Jameis one of one fucking stinks. And I will. I will do what Jameis Winston did to multiple unwilling women. And I will. butt fuck you. In a debate. But you won't come on because you're scared to reveal. The bottom line is it's not that he's scared. He can't. He, he, he just can't. can't. He, he can't, can't. But he, he can't. But here's what it comes down to simply in one fucking sentence. You don't believe what you're saying. Oh, if yeah, you all, did, it's, it's propaganda. If you did, you'd put your name on it. Put your name on it. Be a man. Yeah. Put your name on it. But you won't. Because you don't believe it, which is why you're just an internet troll. Bye, bitch. Yeah, he'll never come on the show ever, ever. And he's never been on any legitimate show. Well, he's been on some big shows. Has he? Yeah, he's done some big barstool shows. Barstool shows? He's done some big bar stool. But those are mainstream shows is what I'm saying. But we're not talking. First of all, when he did PTF or PMT or whatever the fuck their show is, they mocked him endlessly. True. Second of all, their big reveal was. We know he's not Jason Light because Jason Light is also not on our show. Like. 
I know that there's a lot of barstool stands out there, but barstool doing some knockoff of our own fucking story. If they're legitimate, what are we? No, clearly, for sure. more, clearly more legitimate if you're stealing our content. You don't steal from people below you. The fact that he has never revealed himself is obvious that he never will. And again, he can't. He can't because there is definitely a financial connection. He can't because he doesn't believe what he's saying. I am fascinated about it though. Like, like, like to me, this is like a fascinating documentary. It's what it's, are you fascinated about? It's number he's Jameis Winston's number one dad. I know, I know what you're saying, but it, it's fascinating. Like, it's just fascinating that like I haven't gone on the Twitter for a while, and then I went on his Twitter feed and just and not even with you, just you, with just reading all the responses of people saying you always like people are like dude you're insane like it doesn't matter what happens how he plays you defend him and it got, i mean I, i'm already thinking into the future you know 4 or 5 years from now when james Winston is not in the nfl it's just funny to me that this lunatic dedicated their entire life to the point of writing a book yeah I mean, it really is just pure <laughs> lunacy. And listen, I went on his yesterday just hilariously to be like, there's no way he can defend him. And he was. And I just thought it was so fucking funny that I had to engage. But I don't really care because I knew the end game. You're never going to come on. You're an internet troll. That's it. We can, we can slice this bread however we want. He's butt fuck 15. He's crazy man 415. He's every fucking, he's every kid in every mom's basement in America. He's an internet troll. He's a faceless internet troll. Join Twitter in January of 2017. What's what's your uh what's your Rams jersey from from uh South Park? Skank Hunt 42. Yeah, he's Skank Hunt 42. That's what he is. You're just a faceless internet troll. It is it is interesting why he started and when. So he started in 2017, January. So Jameis had played three full seasons. Like the timing adds up. Like, like if you do a deep dive and I'm looking at Jameis's stats. So this Twitter account is created January of 2017. At that point, Jameis had three years in the league. His last year before he started this Twitter feed, the Bucks had gone three and 13. It had, you know, just yeah, my, my point was it was not going well. He started this Twitter feed after three years, and Jameis was below 500 winning percentage, was completely turnover prone, hadn't accomplished anything. So then he starts this Twitter feed. Yeah, because he's trying to save his career. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the timing completely adds he financially up. provides for him in one way or the other. He has a financial link to Jameis Winston. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's talk a little Lions. Let's talk grit. 
Lions showed up yesterday, man. Jared Goff played a great game. They beat the Commanders. They've showed up so well that a dirtball has made a bet with me. Yeah, I love this. Great. Did you? You probably didn't see the DM. No. This is a speaking of lunatics. I think he knows he's going to lose. Dirtball Matt Boonstra bet me on the Lions. What did he bet you? Over eight and a half wins. The Vegas line to start this season was six and a half. After one win, he's saying they're, the Lions are going to win nine games. He bet me 100 bucks. They're touchdown underdogs next week. <laughs> <laughs> Who they got next week? The Viking. They're touchdown underdogs. Then they got the line. Then they got the Seahawks. Two and two. Maybe. Then they got the Patriots. Two and three. Then they got. We don't have to go through this. They're not. Oh, winning. no, they're, we do. They're we not do. winning nine. And they have a bye, Joe. I believe. And they they're have a not bye. Winning nine then games. they have the Cowboys. Call it, let's call it three and three. We'll say, we'll say Dak's not back. Then they got the Dolphins, three and four. Then they got the Packers, three and five. Then they got the Bears. Let's give them benefit of the doubt, four and five. Then they got the Giants. We'll give them a benefit of the doubt again, even though they're not beating my Giants, five and five. Then they got the Bills, five and six. Then they got the Jaguars. I can't give you the benefit of the doubt every time, but I'm going to six and six. Week 14, Vikings, six and seven. Week 15, Jets, seven and seven. Week 16, then we're giving you all the benefit of the doubt. Panthers, eight and seven. We give you the benefit of the doubt every single game. Bears. Week 17, nine and seven. Packers, nine and eight. If you're you're winning nine games, if you win every game you should and four you shouldn't. Yeah, I feel confident in this bet. I think he knows, though, too. But I also think they drink the Kool-Aid after one game. I think they drank the Kool-Aid all hard knocks. It's just wild to me, man. So we have a request for no more Russell Wilson talk. Oh, well, okay. Is this a call? Yeah. Let's hear it. Because I have a lot. I actually, I have a lot to say about Russell Wilson, but perhaps even myself, perhaps I'm even prepared to put a button on it. Guys, I think that it's time to let the Russell Wilson debate um, go. I think it's time that we finish with it on the show um, and give it to the rest of the sports world. Um, this is coming from someone who was a Russell Wilson fan, a Seahawks fan. Um, but in retrospect, you just can't help but wonder how many Super Bowls you could have won with Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes if that trade went through. If they didn't try to put the spotlight on Russell Wilson for everything. But uh, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a hell of a 30 for 30 one day, though. That's probably going to be a, a really good one. But, yeah, it's just like that crazy ex-girlfriend, and you just got to let her go. I think, I think it's time that we're done with it on the show.
Bad boys, BDB. Okay, hold on. That 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 call didn't think that did that didn't play out the way I thought it was going to play out. I thought it was going to be somebody who's done too much rust content. Sounds like he's like the debate's over, but he said you guys seem like it's it, when you when you break down what he's saying, you read between the lines. Kind of lumped us in together there, but I think what he's saying is. I was right and you were wrong. That's what he's saying in that call a little bit if you listen to it. But I want to let me address what I think is what I thought was going to be the call, which I have seen complaints in DMs and other such places that we've done a lot of Russell Wilson content, not just historically, but recently. Recently. This is a two-parter, Andy. One, if Aaron Rodgers switched teams and all of Aaron Rodgers' teammates were regularly rooting for his demise and Aaron Rodgers was going on video twice a week and putting out cringe TikTok content, we'd be all over it. Yeah, for sure. Russell Wilson's teammates... Ex-teammates fucking hate the dude. They hate him. I mean, I was looking at the Richard Sherman tweet yesterday. Did you see his quote tweet? Yeah. So they hate that's it. That's a story. A hundred percent it is. He guys, he played there for story. He, he, how can it not be? Let me let me join in that. He played there for 10 years. They won a Super Bowl as their he was their quarterback. They went to another. Like, how can we not? This is this isn't this isn't like old like this is more new like we knew there might have been issues this is like all new information that all of us sports fans sports media like we're all getting this this is fascinating now i'm fascinated by it here would be the counterpoint to my own point i said if aaron Rodgers, if tom brady if peyton manning well those are elite quarterbacks in the nfl Russell Wilson is not. Russell Wilson is a middle-of-the-road quarterback at this point. I'd argue, always has been, and has been pumped up by all the guys that are now shitting all over him and a really good coach and a really good franchise and whatever. Russell Wilson is middle-of-the-road at best. He's getting booed on the road. He's getting booed at home. He's going four for 16 at one point. He's not good. He's good at best. He's not great. He's not great. And so the counterpoint to my own point was, yeah, if Rodgers, if Brady, if whatever, but he's not an elite quarterback and he doesn't deserve middle of the road. Quarterbacks don't deserve the time that maybe some people are giving him. Now, the flip side of that is the Broncos went all in on him. The Broncos gave him $300, $245 million. This is a fucking story. Russell Wilson is a story right now, whether you like it or not. His play, his teammates, his contract number, his the videos. fans' reaction to him, his cringe videos. But I agree in that there's only so much time to spend you could spend a lot of time on Jameis Winston because Jameis Winston is shitty. 
but middle of the road, the mediocres, the Kirk Cousins of the world, the fucking, you know, the middle of the pack, the nobodies, the not that importance. That's how they should be treated. And that is Russell Wilson. And, and, and listen, am I dancing on your soul a little bit by being like, yeah, I feel like I was right the whole damn time. Yeah, of course. But well, you're, you're not, you're, you, first of all, you're not dancing. Uh, you're not dancing on my soul because I think one, we've played two weeks. I, I assume he'll get better. You can't get worse because he's playing terribly. You can't, you can't get much worse. I, I still, you know, I, I still think he had some great years and I still think there were certain years where he did a lot with, like he maximized the offensive potential. Did he have major meltdowns at times in the playoffs? Yeah, for sure. And and as you struggle without a great defense, yeah, and, and a lot of quarterbacks do. What I find very, very interesting, and also very, basically demeaning to his legacy as a fan, is that his and his teammates hate him. Like like that to me that as a guy who stood by Russell Wilson for eight years, when I see every old teammate hate you that's that's like a fact at this point man like 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 i always well, I, wanna, honestly you, I think, you know what i'm saying I think, like people I think don't... what you i think what you just said before you said that which was i think he did a lot with a little and i i think that they're sick of hearing that i think that those guys are sick of hearing that and they're like okay I'm well now after the legion of boom left right but i think that but i think they're all i think all these guys the receivers on the old team and the defense on the old team and the linebackers on the old team and whatever all these guys dancing on his grave are doing so cuz they're sick of hearing that he elevated them somehow that he did so much with so little i think Pete Carroll's sick of hearing it i think he is i don't know if you I think they're all this. sick of hearing yeah. it because i think that they don't believe it's true but and i but think it, what they're saying now is you took a team that's supposed to be good and you took this elite quarterback and you dropped him in and he's supposed to do what Brady did on the Bucks, and he's supposed to do what Peyton did on the Broncos and he's supposed to do what all these guys who are elite quarterbacks do when they get dropped on a new team. We're a quarterback away. Let's go get a quarterback. And now they went and got that quarterback and he's not doing it. And they're going, maybe you guys should have listened to us the whole time. Maybe he wasn't elevating us ever. Maybe we were elevating him the whole fucking time. Well, again, I think, I think we, we need to see a few more weeks. It's not a good start, and this isn't making excuses. I, I think, like I said, this was a, such a pivotal year, even though he's in year 11 of his career as far as legacy-wise, to see how he performs on a good team, like you said. I think everything I said last episode about ever since he met a pop star and you know what I'm saying? Like now he's got a team. That's my point. He's got a whole team behind him. Russell Wilson's team always wants to spin it this way or spin it that way. And we all know marketing is real and we're about to see, I mean, if the, if the Broncos don't make the playoffs, it's a huge knock on his legacy. 
Huge knock. He's 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 not good right now. He's not good. He's missing a lot of throws. He's not playing well. And he better turn it around if he if he wants to continue playing in this league because that's a tough division. We all know that. And you got quarterbacks like Mahomes and Herbert who are in your own division who are playing great. I mean, Herbert's got broken ribs. There's four teams in the division. He's not a top two QB. He might not be a top three QB. Might not be. But he's not top two. We know that. We know that. But here's the thing. I'm I'm going to say it right now. I'm fine with tapping the brakes unless he puts out another cringe thing or unless Richard Sherman calls for his death because we don't need to be spending all that much time on middle-of-the-road fucking quarterbacks. And I'm fine with but that. But 8-Ball Johnny and CT and and the, the, the hundreds of Russell Wilson stands, the Seattle Seahawks fans over the years that I've dealt with on Twitter and on YouTube. My mentions, my DMs, my phone number, if you're a Hall of Famer and you have it, are open for apologies. <laughs> but but it's but again, it's I was right, about, you were wrong. But but no, I, I don't think it's you see, I don't I don't why does it, it doesn't have to go there. It's not about being right or being wrong. Well, it is for me. I was right. Russell stands were wrong. But I still think that's up for debate, is my point. Well, on him being a top five quarterback on some of those years. Okay. And I would say that I think this proves that there is no debate. It doesn't help that his teammates didn't like him, but that, you know, that's more subjective. I'll, I'll play one last call. This is hey, one well, last- let's, let's, it's not Schottenheimer. It's not Pete Carroll. It's not the lack of receivers. It's not the offensive line. Your excuses, if you're a Russell Wilson stan, are dried up. They're letting Russ cook. He burned the goddamn house down yesterday. They let him cook. They also have a guy falling around with a fire extinguisher. He's the Swedish chef. He's Fire Marshal Bill. Well, let me play one last call for it. going on dirty sports stole in cincinnati uh just want to give an idea of the uh a spinoff of captain russ dirtball nation let's dust <laughs> dirtball nation let's dust dirtball nation let's dust dirtball nation Let's dust. Let's dust. Dripball Nation? Let's dust. I haven't said that in a while. I wore my Thus the Process shirt the other day. I hadn't had it, hadn't put it on in a while. That's bringing us yeah. back. OG oh, Dirty I think, Sports. I think I think uh I think I lost my Thus the Process shirt in a um public laundromat heist incident. Some Venice mongrel stole my laundry, oh, wet right. laundry out of the fucking thing. I forgot you lost your laundry from <clears> some 
Well, I don't know what else we missed, but it's been, it's been a fun two weeks and uh, I'm excited. I'm real excited to see how this year plays out because the days, Joe, of team starting seven, eight, nine, and oh, those are just the day, those are just the past. Don't you agree? Like those are just those aren't a thing. Yeah. They're just not a thing. Like it's 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 crazy how the any given Sunday line is present now more than ever. More than ever. Like when you and I grew up, right? Like, 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 I just feel like it was different and not even just like when we grew up, even just years ago, you're used to the Patriots starting off with all these wins or the Colts or the Niners or the Cowboys back in the day. It's like, we were used to these teams just starting off. Hell, the Cincinnati Bengals under Andy Dalton started eight. No, just five or six years ago. My point is, like, yeah. I feel like those, those days are done. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be curious how long. The NFL has one team or more teams that are undefeated because it's just, it's not a thing. Like the chiefs were already on the ropes. Oh God. I was really rooting for the chargers in that game. Are we Joe, doing, are we, do, do we think the giants will be the last undefeated team in the NFL? No, do we think? do not. No, we, we don't. Do Who do we think will be the last undefeated team? I don't know. I mean, the giants, they the giants have uh <coughs> Cowboys, with Cooper Rush and then the Bears before uh, Packers in London. I'm hoping for a Giants four now. That's and that's possible. And they could be. So that, you know, the Chiefs have at Colts, at Bucks, their next two. And the Bills after tonight, if the Bills win tonight at Dolphins, at Ravens, those are going to be two tough games, though. I love it. Absolutely love it. How you doing on prize picks? How did how did it play out for you yesterday? <laughs> Cooper Rush, man. Cooper Rush, got, kill me. You got rushed. I got Cooper rushed. You got Cooper rushed. Yeah, but I loved my. Uh, I think it was. I think it went under Geno Smith. Geno Smith under. I think it went over under Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush went over. Or more than. So you basically you lost you lost your play on Cooper Rush. Cooper and Rush. I think Aaron Rodgers. And I had Kirk Cousins still to go tonight on more than or less than. I think I went less than. I think I went all less thans except for Rodgers. I went more than. And Rodgers also went less than. Well, I see some dirt balls are signing up because I get a daily report. Guys, thanks to everyone who's signing up. And I can't recommend it enough. We're gonna be working with prize picks all season long all first-time users that deposit and use promo code dirty will receive a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 dollars. so if you deposit 100 bucks you get 100 bucks back it's great because you're just playing against the projections so that's what makes it so awesome you're not competing against anybody else and uh it's the best way to do it, and pull pull your prize pick app up. I got it. Like tonight, how many? I'm gonna make, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make one right now. Okay, Who you let's got? do it together, Andy. Let's do it. Tonight's game. So we got we have pass yards, rush yards, receiving yards, pass and rush, rush and receiving, fantasy score. What do we want to do here? 
I always like doing the yards. The yards is always great. Give me, give me the more or less yards for, for all four quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill, 213 and a half. I'm going to go more. Okay. Josh Allen, 262 and a half. I'm going to go more. Kirk Cousins, 275 and a half. Less. Jalen Hurts, 235 and a half. Less. Less. Okay. So we're going more Tannehill, more Josh Allen. Less cousins, less hurts. Correct. Placed. Awesome. It's the, it's the Andy Ruther prize pick of the week. 20 to win 200. Love it. So Dirtballs, download prize picks today and play daily fantasy sports with us. Make sure you use promo code DIRTY when you sign up. I keep forgetting there's a doubleheader tonight. It's massive. Prize picks. Prize picks. Let's ride. Picking prizes. Ride, ride, and let's. So, one last NFL thing. We'll see how close you can get this, and then we'll move on to uh, some baseball talk. So, I have a list of the beer prices at every single stadium. I was shocked the cheapest. It's a three-way tie for the cheapest. Packers? Nope. Mm. Houston. Nope. They're they're close. The three cheapest at five dollars. And I don't know what this is. Chicago. No. It's Detroit. Okay. Atlanta. I knew Atlanta made a conscious effort when they built that new stadium. The owner of like having relatively. Yeah. Yeah. And the jets, does that seem accurate? Are the jets that bad in in the city of New York? Like obviously they play in New Jersey, but like in New York metropolitan, they're $5. I don't know how maybe there must be some sort of deal. Second cheapest is Bengals five twenty seven. Third cheapest is Texans $6. What, a, what are the what are the Bengals doing? I got to bring out a quarter and two pennies at this point. What, what like? Well, well, who who knows? I'm just pulling this from somebody's tweet. Five twenty seven. That is weird. Most expensive is Washington at fourteen dollars. Washington Commanders. I don't know. I love seeing all the comments underneath this. Dude, football fans are fucking crazy. Like, that's the one thing I'm forgetting how crazy football fans are. Yeah. And stupid at times. I mean, Browns fans brought a man again with a hard dick to the fucking parking lot yesterday. That's like someone's that's like that's like to someone's def- dad. To defend their sexual assault quarterback it's someone's dad football fans are insane there's a jesus freak out there who compiled a book of james winston stats that's what i'm saying like football fans are fucking crazy man there's a statue of ray lewis outside the stadium like 
I don't know, man. I'm trying to get the equivalent. It'd be would, would the equivalent be like AMC Theater putting a statue of Woody Allen outside every single theater? Or is that a shitty equivalent? A what? Say that again. Like the equivalent of of the of the Ravens having a Ray Lewis statue is the equivalent. Like AMC Theater, the chain putting like a Woody Allen statue outside yeah. every yeah, single yeah. theater. Like, oh, he just uh, is connected to marrying his adopted daughter and molestation and all these other awful things. But we're just going to put his statue because he made a bunch of movies. I don't know, man. Football fans are crazy. Yeah. But I'm here for it. I'm here for the craziness. I said, let's talk baseball. I don't have any baseball to talk. Here's what I have. I have, we have a bunch of calls about Aaron judge. Sure. A Yo, lot Aaron of calls judge is having us having a, having an insane season. What do you want me to play? I got three calls about Aaron judge. I mean, you should play at least one of them. Yeah. 310-359-8365. That's the hotline. Let's see what we got here on Aaron judge. All right, let's play. What's up, fellas? This is Jew. I uh, want to call in and talk about um, the MLB MVP award uh, over on the AL with uh, Aaron Judge and Otani. Um, I am obviously biased as a Yankee fan and think it's um, going to be Judge, but I was wondering, so a lot of people are saying that Otani um, even though Judge's numbers are far and away better offensively, obviously if you um, add Otani's pitching to it, it's you know just what he's doing is remarkable. Uh, but his team fucking blows. They're just eliminated from the playoffs already. Um, a year where six out of fifteen teams, like over what is that? I don't know, forty percent of the league makes the playoffs, and you're already eliminated. Um, obviously, it's a team sport; you can't do everything, but um, if you look at war, uh, judge has a better war His, I mean, he's got record numbers. Um, and one thing that, you know, they talk about is he obviously pitches, um, but judge, he doesn't play any deep or Otani plays zero defense, right? He's a DH judge plays center field. Um, the majority of his games, fucking six, seven. And he plays like damn near gold, you know, gold glove quality center field. Mm. Um, so that obviously mm. uh, is another wrinkle in there. So just what's your mm. thoughts? Um, obviously, Otani, what he's doing, it's like he should win like the most remarkable award or something. But as an MVP. All right, bro. We got to wrap this up. I'm, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> I, I, mean, um, I think it's it's Aaron Judge's MVP. Yeah, but uh, first of all, Aaron Judge is, has a minus 0.1 defensive war. So uh He's not playing a gold uh, center field. Um, that being said, um, it is, it's for sure Aaron Judge's uh, award this year. That being said, I'm trying to see Otani last year had a nine war, and that was all the things considered. Um, Aaron Judge is a 9.6 war. He has a 9.6 war offensively and he has a point a minus point one. He's, he's basically an even he's a, he's basically a replacement player defensively it's to me it's for sure his award this year i think he is 
um, absolutely the AL MVP. The thing with Otani, I don't give a shit about his um, about what his team's doing. That's you know one baseball player can't do anything. Um, so I don't really care about that, but I just think Otani with the way he hits and the way he pitches, um, is for sure going to be in the mix every year that he's healthy and that he's, uh, up to his own sort of standard, but Aaron judge is having the season of, uh, you know, a lifetime for a guy who is already really good. Um, yesterday he had five batted balls. Um, with uh, an exit velocity over 110 miles an hour. That's never been done before in a single game. He's just mashing baseballs right now. So yeah, he's my AL MVP. Um, but uh, I think that, you know, and Jew is open about it out of the gate. I'm biased. I'm a Yankee fan. Um, and we know that because Jew had a bet with me before the year started that the Yankees would go further than the Mets. I think he tried to call in and spin that a couple of weeks ago after the slide, but uh, I think it's closer than it should be because of how good Otani is. But to me, it's Aaron judges award. No doubt about it. What would you do? No way to call. I don't have to play it for his contract. Give him it. That's what I like. You're the Yankees. Like, yeah. like the debate is he's going to, you're going to be paying him all this money. Do you're the Yankees. Like you have the money. Every Yankee fan has a judge Jersey. Every kid's a judge fan. Yeah. Like what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah. Give him the money. Honestly, don't pay him. We'll pay him. But, but what, what, like, why would, there's absolutely no reason not to pay him. Yeah. No, I agree. Honestly, you should have paid him before the season. Would have saved you a lot of money. Yeah. No, I agree. All right, we'll do a non-era judge call, which is a call that uh, I'll just play it. I think it's kind of an interesting perspective. Can't even talk. Uh, perception on this player. What's up, guys? It's Joey from Minnesota. I just had to, I just had to comment on something that I think is so weird, and it's the Miles Garrett whole situation. The NFL just put up. I'm watching Thursday Night Football, and they just put up the promotion for. Next Thursday night, which is Chiefs, uh, excuse me, Browns and Steelers. And the guy that they put up on the graphic was Miles Garrett. Like, this guy has been on Sunday night football interviews. I think he was even in a commercial. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is John Gruden did some fucked up shit. He said some dumb shit. Um, obviously, that's a problem. But Miles Garrett tried to kill a man. I've never been so angry in my life that I took a blunt object uh, that weighs probably about nine pounds and tried to bash it into the top of another man's bare skull. I mean, we're talking about emails versus attempted murder. I don't understand it. Condoms is are for the inconsistency of the NFL. It is crazy. I mean, I mean, if you yeah. if, it, like, if you put it in perspective, and I was, it's funny he says that because then, then after that call, I, I was thinking that too. When they show the graphic, I'm like, dude, we're we're, and here's what's crazy too. Not only did he literally try to kill somebody, he turned around and said that Mason Rudolph said something racial. I think maybe even the N word, 
which has never been confirmed. Mason, Rudolph, I, I, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like his teammates are black. He plays for a black head coach. They're like, what are you talking? Like, then he lied and made it racial. I think that there were like, I agree with this caller to some extent. Then I also think that there were, there's mixed messages. Like, I don't know comparing him to John Gruden. I don't know what that has to do with anything. You know, obviously there's, we're, we're two totally different situations. Um, but I think that there is definitely a fair point that it's kind of insane that the NFL, the NFL as a league, not, sponsors not whatever but the nfl is a league hasn't distanced themselves from miles garrett in terms of people you use to promote the browns like promote the browns with anybody except the guy who went whack-a-mole on the dude i mean they do have limited options right now you can't you can't use deshaun watson you can't use just kobe bruscoli you can't use Jacoby bruscoli Chubb is Chubb is a great player. Nick, he's not he's not exactly yeah. remarkable. Yeah, his nickname sounds like a boner, or his last name sounds like a boner. <laughs> Stop. It's hard out there. Amari Cooper. I mean, he's on some. You know, this is how many teams does he play? It's just yeah. like, what are you doing? It is wild though. It, it, but it all goes back to the NFL doesn't give a shit. Like the NFL does not care. There's a statue of Ray Lewis. There's a statue of Ray Lewis. I mean, there, there's potential of a statue one day of Miles Garrett whack a mole Mason Rudolph outside of a stadium. And there, and with an elf next to him for some reason. And a bulldog. What? I saw a great tweet about that. Did you see it? No. God, I got to summarize it. It said, like, imagine explaining the Browns mascots to someone who doesn't follow the sport. It was like, there's an elf on center field. They're named after a color and their fans wear dog masks. Yeah. It was like, none of these are connected. All right. Got a call from. And C- apparently, and apparently they have a, a, a fucking player named Robin tug. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Here's a call for CT hall of fame. Dirtball. Better be him apologizing Fellow, to me. CD Farmer from Seattle. I'm on Seattle Kraken fan here to say the prize for this year's NFL pick champion should be full immunity from the past punishments. Ooh. You guys haven't done them? Prano, I don't think you've spent a day in an Ikea. Ruther, I don't think you've enrolled in a women's <laughs> studies class at your local Cincinnati community uh, college. Whoever wins this year gets a clean slate, immunity from the past debts they owe. And the loser better pay up. I think it's easy. That's it. CTO. Go Cougs. We beat Wisconsin. Fuck Huskies. All right. We've been, we've obviously been, been slacking and I, and I take full blame for that. I'm not going to make excuses. What do you think of this idea? I know dirt balls are not going to like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think that there's, I think we're, we're circling in some sort of general good idea here. Um, But I don't like it because, you know, then what does it all mean? You know, (laughs) what, what what does any of it mean? We just get a fucking thing. No mulligans, huh? I mean, 
the, the, you know, I am not avoiding doing my IKEA punishment. I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm just no, no, no. We're both I'm, avoiding it. We're both no, avoiding no, no. It. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I think that this is this is about this is about intent. You know, is this voluntary or involuntary manslaughter? Is this first degree murder or second degree? I am not avoiding it. I'm I've never once been like today. I could go to Ikea, but I'm not. The, the man is busy right now, you know, but I'm also. Going to New York, like, you know, I my 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 fucking my mental breakdown was at a tri-state area. Ikea. Is there an Ikea in White Plains? Am I banging this out in the next couple of weeks? I don't know. Maybe. But I think. Not doing it is not the right answer now. We have not settled on something for this. And maybe the fact that we haven't done other ones should factor in, but I don't think immunity is the answer. CT, we appreciate your call. Call back and apologize about Russell Wilson takes over the years, and we'll talk about some other ideas. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I don't. I, that's me personally. So I did think of you yesterday. I went to Costco before the game started on a Sunday. It's ludicrous. Ludicrous. I'd rather be dead. Never again. I'd rather be dead. Never again. Costco on a Sunday morning. Noon. I'd rather be dead. That's not a that's not I'm not exaggerating. It it was a reckless decision. Behind this door is a Sunday Costco at noon. And, and think about you this. You can walk through that. Behind this door is a guy with a gun. I'd be like, I'm going door number two. The Bengals didn't play till 425 Eastern time. So think about that. Uh, I, I'd argue the Bengals didn't play at all. True. So it's packed Broads. full of. You know what, though, Joe? I'm going to defend the Bengals here for a second. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we hey, no, go. No, 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 no. But, but here's the thing. You remember? Do you remember the... Um, we were both remember, wrong last you, year when they lost the Jets. They made the Super yeah, Bowl. Do you remember the Superman? I think it was like Superman 3 where he like blinked and you could see like his undersole. Uh, Andy Ruther and Randy Ruther are blending into one character at this point. Yeah, but but again, here's the thing. It's You it's, should shave the rest of that beard and just go with it and then, and then paint that pencil in thin mustache black so you can literally be the randy ruther avatar it's two games man i'm not I'm dude i didn't pick the Bengals to go to the super bowl i didn't pick the Bengals to go to the afc championship i picked them to win the division i'm still sticking by my pick for them to win the division it's two games we both thought last year for the loss to the jets who's that quarterback white i don't even remember his first name mike mike white Yo, 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 Mr. White. <laughs> I mean, they made the Super Bowl. Beat the Bengals, bitch. I'm just saying. It's two games, man. They're a game out. They're a game out. Every one of their division is one and one in their own, too. I'm just saying. 
and I'm just saying it's been Cooper Rush and fucking. But, but what's the definition of fraud? Like I said, like I don't have them going to the even the AFC Championship. I didn't in my picks. So I'm mostly I'm mostly taking shots here at Randy, who has them at 15 and two, I believe now. I mean, I think I bet him at. I think I got him at 12 games. I think he had 12 over 12. You did. You're gonna lose that by the end of fucking October. Yeah, that was a ruthless bet. I mean, he was he was. Randy was a little out of control on Twitter and then in the group text last night. Like yeah. his again, we talk about Randy NFL fans. His sorrows as, as Cooper Rush carved up the fucking Bengals. I mean, he was the definition of insane Bengals fan. Insane. Just pure insanity. Dude, and, and you don't even know the side stuff that he texts me. Like he texts me side Bengals stuff. Not just last night, like all the time. It's like he tweeted out. He forgets there's a time difference. This is the greatest fall from grace by a Tiger since Tiger Woods. I mean, best in the world, fucking crashing his car on Ambient. Super Bowl, losing to Cooper Rush and Mitchell Trubisky. You better hope you don't play Jameis Winston anytime soon. They do play him. I know. In New Orleans. I better, I better, better check my email. See, see if Cold Star still wants me to tweet these games. See if that Andy Ruther curse is too much. Give us a ring three one zero three five nine eight three six five. I'm gonna buy Randy a TJ Hushmanzada cameo, saying it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The yeah. Dirty Sports. Uh, guys, I'm going to say this right now. Follow at The Dirty Sports on TikTok. I'm with a cattle prop. Going to make Andy make TikTok comment this week. The next TikTok content on The Dirty Sports TikTok account is going to have to be Ruther-based. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. We need we need one Ruther, and then I'll come in and do a... Somebody did message me. They said TikTok's the perfect avenue for Ruther to bring back his shitty voiceovers. And he yeah. and the person didn't call him shitty, but like totally like, true. This is TikTok. You, totally you do, true. You doing the voiceovers that you used to do on Vine. A hundred percent. What was the premise of those? I almost forget. Like I would be filming a sports thing and just do some stupid voice. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. You can follow me on all social media at Joe Prano, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I have a Facebook fan page I've had for a while. I've just started putting up some of the reels over there. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Some yeah. of the Facebook. Uh, now I'm still on Cameo. If you're going in there and you want to get one from me and one from TJ Hushmanzada. Um, and then, of course, I'm on Twitter at Fix Your Life. I'm headed to New York. Um, got a show tomorrow night in the Dan, the Danbury Ridgefield border in Connecticut, uh, at a, uh, distillery slash bar tap room in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, my old stomping ground on Wednesday. And then some shows at the stand, some shows at the comedy cellar, um, some shows around the city, all soon to be added to joeprano.com. So check in there. All right. That's our show guys. Thanks for tuning in to this no-name hack show that nobody cares about, according to 
a Inqu- faceless uh, internet troll who doesn't show who, his face. A f- according to a faceless internet troll who we made. Yeah, who we literally made. Who we were responsible for. Who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Right who, there. Who's got who's got two thumbs and fucks your mom? This guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Be back in a few days. Have a great week. And as always, stay dirty. <laughs>